0: Hello, and welcome to the Trap Game Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Ruthop, and I am here with my man, Stevie Burks. Hello, hello. How are we doing? Oh, Dude, we're doing great. Um, you know, we did miss a couple things uh, over the last, what, two weeks we haven't recorded. Um, we missed, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's a big game that happens in football. Oh. Well, we didn't miss it. Mm-hmm. We kind of forgot to recap it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Yeah, Very the Rams cool. and Bengals played. Um, <laughs> there you go. You know, we had a whole show about it. Yeah. So we're sorry that uh, we're, we're hitting this a little bit late. I mean, Ross, obviously not going to go too much into it because there's so much stuff that's happening these last couple weeks. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we both did pretty well from yeah. what I remember. Yeah, um, I, I hit a couple props. I luckily i still won on the Bengals. i money lined them like that was my big bet of the day is i money lined the bangles but i also in game them uh after the Rams scored their first touchdown at like plus six and a half so i ended up making my money back off of my money line uh-huh. loss um how did you do i did I,
1: I i missed on like two of the big props i was in on the mcpherson 50 plus yeah was pretty confident in that right. didn't really work out and then that uh I really thought the touchdown on the first drive uh, for either team was going to hit, and unfortunately did not. Uh, But otherwise, I hit big on Joe Mixon, more rushing yards than Cam Akers. That was like a slam. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then obviously I had the Rams uh, to win it all. That future from way back in uh, August. That's right. Uh really paid out dividends. Yeah, that's so awesome.
0: yeah, it that's worked awesome. out really well for me, man. I think my my big prop that I hit was the sack before a touchdown. Yeah. We had that one on the first drive, second I, drive of the I, game. Yeah, so that it was, it was beautiful. Early. It was early. Um and then I actually I actually messed up one of them f- for my benefit. The under one and a half longest touchdown. <laughs> oh, did you? I actually bet it the opposite way. And it was looking like it wasn't gonna hit. Until Cooper Cup scored that last touchdown of the game for oh, that yeah. that yard touchdown pass. So I actually won on a bet that I had opposite. If that makes any sense. It does. And yeah. It's great when it works out for you that way. You know? It does. You know, it's like, you know what? I'll just run with it. Cause like, you know, FanDuel lets you cash out. I was like, eh, yeah, we'll we'll just run with it, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, the Bengals lost that game though. Like, like I said, we're not gonna go super into it. The Bengals lost that game on their very first drive. Really? You so. don't go for it. Oh, yes. our second drive. Whatever it was
1: that they went. They
0: went for it fourth and one yes. from the 50-yard line. Oh, yeah. In the first quarter after their defense just stonewalled the Rams. Why are you going for it that early? They yes. they lost the Super Bowl on that. Yeah, because
1: think about it. They, they turned that into – I mean, obviously things can change or whatever, but OBJ going down – um, you know, it kind of looked like the Bengals almost had it for a little bit. They there. did. They, they did.
0: That's man. the annoying thing. They did have it. Oh, man. And then halfway through the third quarter, they're up, they're running the ball. Well, and what did I say to you on our show? If the Bengals end up rushing for more yards and they dominate the line of scrimmage, they will win that game. And up until that point, they were doing exactly that. And then for whatever reason, Zach Taylor was just like, you know what? We've been running the ball well. Let's just not run the ball anymore with a lead. Let's just start throwing the ball and let Joe Burrow get absolutely murdered back there. Mm -hmm. Let's let's play into the one strength of the Rams' defense, their (laughs) defensive line, and let Joe Burrow drop back. Let's play to the one weakness of our offense, which is our offensive line, with the lead, and let the defensive line eat. For the Rams,
1: yeah, that second half, they I just they don't. Came a, Aaron Donald was it was it was a menace.
0: It makes no sense to me still. Like thinking about it, I haven't thought about the Super Bowl for a while now, oh, I know. and now I'm thinking about it again, and I'm just getting pissed off because the game plan by the Bengals was so good until they switched it up for no reason
1: well, at right. all. Well, one thing I do want to touch on, maybe
0: we can, you know, right. get away from it before you start breaking. Oh, no, also, things. yeah, hold on, <laughs> before we move on. Again, I hate not, I hate blaming refs for one play. I hate it because there's so many things, like I'm talking right now, there's so many things that lead up to these one plays that the refs miss that could just not be even brought into play. That third down on that linebacker that was called for a holding was not a hold, okay? Okay.
1: okay.
0: Gave the Rams the new set of downs. They eventually scored the touchdown to win the game. If you're they weren't calling anything, they were letting them play all game. And that that moment in that game is when they want to. OK, now we're going to throw a flag. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding soft. me with that? It it's unbelievable. No, no. You guys were tackling each other and they weren't throwing flags. And that's when they wanted to throw a flag. That's annoying. It's not the reason the Bengals lost. No, but. But it is absolutely unexcusable for the refs to throw a flag in that situation. Yeah, when just, they haven't been, like, if that, we're yeah, consistent. that was that
1: drive when, right. uh, when uh, they go down and score with Cooper Cup. Yeah, that Saturday. was the game. I mean, that was that Cooper Cup stafford connection is unbelievable, man. Oh, it's great. I uh, mean, in Cubs. I, I don't know if you know this. I have a Stafford jersey now. Do you really? I do own a Stafford Please jersey. Please tell me you're lying to me. No, no, I'm being 100% serious. Oh,
0: my God. Uh, uh, all right, I so next that. week, guys, we're going to have a new host. <laughs> I have not recorded. I cannot record, I I cannot record time, his
1: TV, <laughs> but yeah,
0: I, I love that man. Oh an unbelievable God, player. Jesus. is he Hall of Famer? Not no. yet. Right. I don't think so. He needs another. He's good. He's a good player. Yeah, he is, but, but I don't think he's going to get into not. the Hall of Fame. He needs another one. He needs to do it again. He needs a couple. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He, he might. I mean, yeah, he might. Because really, what did he do in the lines? You know, nothing. Nothing. That that hurts. That hurts his, his case a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I would entire, say so. That's his entire career, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. So before I got sidetracked, you wanted to move on. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was. I mean, it's still football related. I
1: think yeah. we touched on a couple things football for a little bit, but um, kind of nutty. I mean, I, I'm going to take this into a different perspective, okay. but I'll, I'll let you know what I want to touch on. How it almost feels like the Rams. Me Tom Brady retire and then sent Russell Wilson away from that division. you know? Uh, it almost feels like that was the Rams doing. I don't know i uh,
0: I don't know if I okay i can I guess I can agree with maybe the Tom Brady take because he's probably like Tom Brady's probably sitting back and is like, you know, looking at the landscape of of the NFL and yeah, what and teams are coming and up that. and you know right. and maybe he was like, okay. Maybe it's my time to step away on top. Maybe he doesn't want to face Aaron Donald again. He doesn't want to face Aaron Donald. I mean, you have Mahomes now, you have Burrow, you have Herbert. You have all these kids that are going to come up and start dominating the NFL. And maybe he doesn't want to go out and be like, oh, now I'm that old guy that can't keep up with these kids. You know what I mean? So maybe on that end, I can kind of see it. You know, He's like, hey, we played the best game we could. We still lost. Maybe it's time for me to step away. Heard, I heard can that. see that. Seattle, that was already in the works. I was going to say, uh, yeah, that, that was, I was That's why I was a
1: little bit of a, a, little bit of a reach. You're right. <laughs> yeah,
0: like that one, he already wanted to leave last year. Right. But, you know, I think he's a professional as much as I hate the Seahawks, and he stuck with them for the year and, you know, gave them the best year that he could. Um, I think he's going to be an absolute monster in Denver. Oh, yeah. He has – I mean – he pretty much has a Legion of Boom-style team again when they won the Super Bowl. I, I mean, see. they have an amazing defense. Yes, yes. They have an awesome offensive line. You have crazy good receivers. Yeah, man. Like, the sky, I I don't really like the Broncos either, but the sky's the limit for that team. Dude. If Russ can come back and be fully healthy, they are scary.
1: Scary team, for sure, for sure. And even the run game, is it's like, It's not great, but like you got some young guys. Mm -hmm. You had um forgetting his name. Javante Williams. Williams, young guy. Isn't it
0: crazy to think though that Russell Wilson is the third best quarterback in that division? (laughs) Oh yeah. The division's nuts. Nuts. Literally nutty. It's gonna be a
1: an absolute like the fact that they're all playing each other twice is going to be so electric next year. I I can't wait to throw and get every (laughs) and throw all those trap games. And it's
0: and it's funny, like Mahomes, Herbert, you know, those are probably one and two. It, yeah. Obviously, obviously, Russell Wilson and Herbert. I think you can still interchange at this you point of their Herbert didn't even make the playoffs last year, no. and the Raiders did. We're not. No one's even talking about the Raiders anymore. Oh my goodness. The let's Raiders, let's man. be honest though. Like the Raiders are probably going to be terrible next season. That you have to play. Those three guys six times. Oh, God. Like, that's going to be rough. Uh,
1: That's not, yeah. It's going to be tough to bounce, but, you know, it's going to be tough to replicate what they did this year with
0: that division. And they were kind of, you know, winning and shouldn't have been winning anyway. Yeah. So unless they make some, like, huge strides in the offseason, I just don't see it happening. No, me neither. A little bit of breaking news that we did just see is that Deshaun Watson is not going to face any criminal charges. So do you think, A, he even plays and B, where do you think he goes? Because from what I've heard, I Carolina was waiting for this to mm-hmm. kind of clear up yeah. the, the Sam Darnold experiment has, is over. It seems like, and from what I've, I've been seeing is that Carolina is going to go hard after Deshaun Watson. If he was to clear all this up.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think, I think a team does take a chance on him, but Right, they hope he's very talented. Yeah, And it, you know, that was the biggest thing is that, you know, you can't have a criminal on your team, and uh, I think it could be the Panthers for sure. I remember early last year, it was like the Dolphins were like looking at him, but I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think that, I don't think they pulled a I think Panthers are his best bet.
0: Well, well do- I, oh yeah, wait. Well, I think at this point the Dolphins are kind of content with Tua. Sure, yeah. Tua made like a bi- big enough strides this year to show that he can be. A winning quarterback in the NFL, probably not that guy that gets you over the hump and wins you a Super Bowl.
1: Maybe like a transition. I see him as a transitional quarterback. I see him personally. Like from like right now, he can help them win games, like right. at least be
0: somewhat respectable. He's like a Teddy Bridgewater kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know, like like, Teddy Bridgewater yep. is good enough to keep you competitive. But at the end of the day, is Teddy Bridgewater's Super Bowl caliber, caliber quarterback? No, no not no. at all. Absolutely not. Um yeah, so Deshaun Watson wouldn't be surprised. Team Carolina, um, Carson Wentz goes to the Washington Football Team. Right? Okay. Washington Commanders. i believe. Wa- that's right. I'm so sorry. That's, that's there, another great. You know, seven different names. Washington Commanders. It's no longer the football team. Right.
1: Um, there was uh, my buddy had a lie a line on that uh, actually that they'd be the. He was or, the senators, I yeah. want to say. Um, but he he, he <laughs> I remember seeing the list though, and the commanders is one of them on like the bottom. And I yeah. was like, Commander sounds pretty good. Yeah, you know, you should have thrown a little money on I it. should have man, you, yeah. know. You, you know, you know. You doubled up TV with your
0: Xander uh, Shoffley bat there. Xander <laughs> Shoffley. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll Scotty Sheffler, Scotty Shoffley. Scotty Shuffler. Right. I, I excuse me, but we'll get into golf here in a little bit. Um we still have some football. Aaron Rodgers, highest paid quarterback in the NFL now. The dude, I mean, second MVP in a year. And the dude has earned it 100 percent Do you think they win a Super Bowl at this point with Aaron Rodgers? No. I, I, don't, I don't I just see don't it. see it either. And I really don't. you just get these guys making more and more money. These guys making these huge contracts aren't winning the Super Bowl. No. They just don't win it. Right. They you don't. They like don't. I mean, Matt Stafford makes a ton of money, but he's not making 50 million a 50 year. 50 million. 50. Jeez, man. And they already don't want to put like, historically, the Packers don't spend big in free agency anyway. So now they're spending 50 million on Aaron Rodgers. Like, you think they're going to go spend money now? No, they spent their money. They're done. They're done. That's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Aaron, you better win the Super Bowl by yourself because we're bringing in Braxton Berrios. <laughs> Braxton Berrios, free agent this year. I'm terrified. I'm telling you, I'm though, terrified. If Braxton Berrios goes to the Packers. Oh my god! Those MVP bets that we were going to put in on him are looking real good. Slim, okay? <laughs> slim. <laughs> um, and uh, dude, I just need to get into Kyler again.
1: Yeah,
0: because. Last time we talked about him, he was kind of pulling all this shit with his social media and being a jackass. And since then he's come out, oh, this isn't me. Well, clearly it is because you did it. Um, and since then, Steve Kimes got an extension. Hate it. Cliff Kingsbury has got an extension. Doesn't make any fucking sense. I hate that too. <laughs> um, then Color's agent comes out with this long letter. And pretty much just like, Kyler's the best thing has ever happened to Arizona, and he's been doing this and this and this, and you guys need to pay him to show him that you're committed. And I'm sitting there, dude, and I'm like, you're putting everything that he's done in this fucking letter? Why aren't you putting everything that he hasn't done? He right. wants forty five. He wants five million less than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, excuse are me. you joking excuse me, me, sir? He's <laughs> made the playoffs one goddamn time, and he got blown the fuck out. And you're telling me this kid deserves forty five million dollars? No, thank you. In what universe? Uh, I'm not begging, dude. And I'm di- and other Cardinals fans. Well, you gotta pay him. He's the best thing, you know. We don't. We don't have any other options. The Cardinals have two thousand dollars. Well, not anymore. They've they've released some guys. But before, like when all that was going on, the Cardinals had two thousand dollars in cap space. Okay, two thousand, not two million. <laughs> thousand. Please. You can't sign me to that. No, okay, right. <laughs> I'm not even playing for that in the NFL. If they call me tomorrow, I'll be like, hey, I got two grand. Like, <laughs> sorry, I can't. <laughs> and you're telling me that they're going to handcuff themselves to signing this fucking kid for $45 million when he looked like he didn't belong on the same field as the Rams in the playoffs? I don't see it, man. I I just, it doesn't make sense to me why all these fans are protect are, are going to bat for this kid when he hasn't done anything. We've talked about it before. The talent is there. But if the talent is there and it's not showing up on the field... What does that matter? Yeah. You need to the most talented person in the world. If you're not performing, I don't give a shit. You're not signing a guy on the talent alone. You're signing him on the on-field production. You have not gotten that from him, and it is driving me nuts that we can potentially give this kid $45 million. I think the day that happens is is you,
1: this is this what the Trap Game podcast does.
0: Bro, my you, you, head you will hear, explode. You will hear from me.
1: Oh, you think, you think I, we took a, a lull after the Super Bowl? We're going well, here for you for a,
0: a couple of months, I think. And it sucks, too, because, like, I like Kyler. I know, man. Yes, nice. yes. And he's obviously, the way it's trending is they're going to give him this crazy deal. Oh gosh, and obviously, I'm saying all these things, and obviously, I want it to work out. Yeah, and I want him to be worth that money. right? But at this point in time, you cannot justify giving this kid this money. Yeah. You just can't. No,
1: yeah.
0: I'm sorry. You know, like, DeAndre Hopkins goes down, and you would have thought that they lost every single receiver on that team. He turned into a completely different quarterback without DeAndre Hopkins. Good quarterbacks can adjust to that. He <laughs> di- he couldn't. He no. could not make that adjustment.
1: Yeah. and it's, It hurts, man. It hurts because – You expect,
0: you know, a high caliber quarterback with that talent, you know, at least with that money, With that that money, if you're making $45 million, you better be as good as Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. You better not have an off day. Like you can't, you just can't have an off day. You're not,
1: you you can't be causing drama, you know, complaining. Right.
0: Well, I wouldn't say that because Aaron Rodgers causes drama every day. Well, Aaron Rodgers, I, I don't. He's also earned it. Yeah,
1: I know, but Aaron Rodgers, his drama, not, not, not to get like that, but like Aaron Rodgers and his drama, he gets me so upset sometimes. I just think, I think he, he could, he, the my problem with Aaron Rodgers, real quick, no, and, I, and okay, I have to go, go on it, it, but I, I, it. now I feel, very, I'm feeling a certain type hey, of way. I feel it. He's a very <laughs> polarizing figure. He, dude, he gets people he is, worked up. He is so good, but this guy cares so much about his stats and his MVP awards, mm-hmm. and like, dude, go try to win, win your team a game, you know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like you see his inter- interception ratio, to touchdown right, ratio. How right. it's like a ridiculously small number, of, yeah. like these interceptions. Yeah,
0: he like thirty touchdowns to every one interception. Yeah,
1: ridiculous, ridiculous. Like and I'm like, to me, it's like I don't like that. Actually, I mm-hmm. genuinely like. I get like you won. You, like I like more of, a, and just using this comparison because he played for the Packers too. I like more of a Brett Favre kind of guy, where it's like. He'll throw th- he'll throw your, your touchdowns for sure, but he'll throw a couple of interceptions because he's trying to make those plays for your team. Right. I feel like Aaron Rodgers cares too much. He'll throw the ball away. He doesn't he doesn't have that fire where it's like, you know, like, oh, I'm out here to win the games. Right. I feel like he cares so much about his stats, the, man.
0: The only reason I will protect Aaron Rodgers is just because, like I said, the Packers don't really seem to have that willingness to add the talent around him. You know, like they've had a Jordy Nelson kind of guy, they've had Devontae Adams. But it's usually just that one guy that they have, and he relies so heavily on that one guy. Yeah. Like they don't build a whole team. Like I, I just don't. I can't fault him for that so much because the the Packers never really like completely sell out to win a Super Bowl.
1: I get it. I you do know what get I mean? That. Like, but it's if, just like I just don't like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. I'm not, That's completely let it be known. Let it be known. Yeah. I don't yeah. like him. Fifty million for what?
0: <laughs> well, I mean the dude's a stud. You throw a touchdown he here to, and there, you know. Like there, there's a few quarterbacks in the league that have earned the right to demand forty five yeah, million dollars. He is one of them. He sucks so freaking good. I would give Russell Wilson that nod. I yeah. would give Patrick Mahomes Patrick that
1: Mahomes give
0: Patty. Um, Josh Allen is getting into that category. Oh yeah, man, Josh Allen's a baller. He's a baller. Tom really? Brady was one of those guys, but you know why he won so many times is because he wasn't a greedy bastard and didn't. Ask for forty-five million. Nah, remember dollars. that one year you took a pay cut. Yes, like that's what I want to see. That's yeah, what I want to see out of my quarterback. That's just not how it I'm is. Just happy
1: I'm not a Packers fan. That's, you know that's what not what how I mean? it is anymore. And to all my Packers fans out there, I apologize for the slander. I just thought nah, dude, don't, you, flip it up. I don't, I don't. I don't want
0: nothing to do with it that. Up. Because I'm never apologizing the Cowboys fans for how much I hate them. I'm just freaking Packer fans, man.
1: <laughs> you and your. Do you neurology? think
0: Packers fans are worse? Where would you rank Packers fans as the worst fans? Because
1: dude, they were cheese on their head.
0: They, they're, they're like so nice, though. They were cheeses. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. How nice right, you. are. So, get the cheese off your head. <laughs> but okay, so we're not hat saying hat that on. you guys are assholes. We're not saying you guys are terrible. But it's the cheese that is sending Stevie Merckx over the
1: edge. It's the cheese heads for me. <laughs> Freaking makes no no damn sense. Makes no sense whatsoever. Lambo Leap, I'm all for it. That's the coolest thing. The second I see somebody with a cheese on their head, I'm like, ah, it's a game over. what the hell's going on? Over. Is this I football or is this is this culinary school? <laughs>
0: you know? <laughs> oh, okay. So we're seeing now that Stevie Merckx has no legitimate reason to hate Packers fans. No. He's grass pick at cheese here. Yeah. So oh, um, God. Cowboys family. fans, you guys are still the worst. Besides a couple <laughs> of you, besides a couple of my close friends, you guys know who you are. But yeah, for the majority of you, you guys are the dumbest people in the world. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I can vouch for that my uncle, if you ever hear this podcast, uh, <laughs> you are the worst person in the entire world. And I love you to death. I'll do yeah. anything for you. But in terms of fa- fan,
0: fan? Oh, yeah. Fandom? Is he one of those like, there's, it's like two years ago where the Cowboys went 4 0 in the preseason. And yeah. you would have already thought that the Cowboys <laughs> won the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. It was bad. And then they ended up going like, Six and ten that year. It's bad. It's just they're bad. the he's,
1: worst. He literally doesn't even know what's going on they're half the, the time. He's like, "Yeah, we're the best team in the yeah, league." Dak Prescott's the best.
0: He's like, "Yeah, Dak's that, the best, dude." You know, like the same thing, dude. Dak yeah. hasn't won that. Has he won a playoff game yet? <laughs> oh my god! I don't think he's won a playoff game. Yet. Um, I'm trying to th- maybe I one. I don't know, man. Okay, he hasn't won more than one, If he, he has, has won a won playoff game, and he's the same thing. It's the same Kyler Murray thing. Uh, the dude no. was demanding so much money and hadn't done anything, and look where it got and you. that team is good. They, they were good, yeah. and now they have this huge cap hit that they have to deal with because of him. Yeah. Now you have to get rid of Amari Cooper. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, CeeDee Lamb's a stud, and you can probably make up for losing Amari Cooper, but this is what happens when you have these guys demanding these ginormous contracts in a sport that has a cap limit. Yeah. You start to hurt yourself in other positions. If they don't win it, if they haven't won a Super Bowl, absolutely, I would never pay them that money. Right.
1: Wait, really quick. Sorry, side note. Just because I was just thinking about it, did uh, if for the MLB and everything, I know we wanted to talk about that today, mm-hmm. but I, I'm a little fuzzy uh, when it comes to baseball and stuff. I've, I've been a baseball fan-ish okay. for a couple of years, right. but I have the sport itself I haven't really gotten into. But I really think now I'm, I'm really going to start watching games, like, right. religiously. Um, but it, was there a thing that they put into the rules about, like, cap or something that I saw? So
0: the big thing was baseball doesn't have a cap limit yes they have a luxury tax threshold okay so if a team now i think it's like 230 million or something so if a team spends more than 230 million they start getting taxed a percentage of their payroll okay and it goes up every year Gotcha. so like the mets are like a hundred million dollars over this luxury threshold right now so every year it goes up and i think after the third or fourth year they have to pay 50 percent of what their payroll is so and i hate it because it it negates teams from like like the yankees well the yankees are just cheapskates nowadays anyway but like if if george steinbrenner or was still around you know the dude would spend money doesn't matter how much money it was to win a world series yeah if he was say their payroll was 300 million dollars after that fourth or fifth year, he'd have to pay $150 million in tax just because they were so far over. Yes. yes. So it really sounding familiar. Yeah. So like negates the teams and it kind of punishes the teams that want to spend more to win. Right. You know, it's, it really should be a cap floor. There should be no ceiling. There should be a cap floor where your teams like the Royals, your teams like the Tigers and the Mariners that always have a low payroll They are still swimming in money. And don't let them tell you, oh, you know, we don't make that much money. Well, look at what the Padres did. The Padres were one of those teams that didn't make any money or didn't make any money and that always had a low payroll. And now they're spending 200-something million a year. And now they're adding a big free agent every year. Mm -hmm. The money is there. They just don't want to spend it. Right, right. And going into that, you know, we'll, we'll get, I want to get into the lockout here a little bit. Finally ended. Thank God. We yeah. have baseball back. There we go. It man. went 99 days. 99. We they gave, said the day 100? No. No. No day 100. No day 100. Because if it did go to day 100, they would have lost two weeks of games. There we go. We didn't want that. No, we didn't. Right. It a, they had threatened and they had said that they had already canceled two weeks of games, but, you know, For whatever reason, they're like, nah, we can still play 162. There you go. And I'm not (laughs) mad about it. April 7th, Red Sox Yankees, let's go. I'll be there. But here's my thing. During this whole process, everyone wanted to blame the owners. The owners are greedy. The owners only, you know, and don't get me wrong, the owners are some greedy bastards too. But why is everyone acting? Like, the players are some, like, impoverished little children that have no money. These guys are making millions of dollars already to play a sport. And everyone is taking their side? Why? I don't get... I just don't understand that. And maybe you, as, like, someone that doesn't follow baseball as much as I do, you have a guy like Garrett Cole, okay? Garrett Cole is making... I think, in the range of 35 to $40 million a year Okay, to throw a baseball. Nowadays, they get 33, 34 starts a year. And at most, in this day and age, people go five or six innings. So this guy is making over a million dollars to throw five or six innings once or twice a week. Yeah. And they're sitting here trying to tell us that they need more money. Hmm. I'm sorry. Like mm. that makes no sense to me, and I'm not get, put, getting the owners off the hook here because they're making more and more money every year too, and they should be spending more money on their teams. But I hate how everyone was taking the player side in this. Yeah, I hate it. Right. Like if you're me, like, and a lot of people will tell me I'm wrong. Okay. It's Okay, I get it. But these guys are are making, even the guys that don't make a lot of money, are still making. Their, their new minimum is $780,000. That's not a small amount of money to play a sport, guys. Well, at
1: that point, you're not even really playing, right?
0: You're playing yeah, you're sitting... Yeah, you're writing Pine, <laughs> pine making yeah. that fucking money. And you want to complain? I don't get it.
1: Uh, you know, man, they just... Uh, people love, people love the, the dollars. They love the dollars and they want more of it. I don't know. I don't really know. I, I genuinely, like... To me, it's just—it's all one big money scheme. I don't know. Uh, I yeah. think both sides is just ridiculous, like you're—you everyone's making a lot of money. Like yeah. I think you need to figure stuff out, and you know, you want—you want to make what you're putting. You know, you want to be paid accordingly to what you're producing, right? Yeah. So if you feel like you're really you're really contributing a lot of money towards your your team and your franchise, your city, whatever it is, like you want to get paid for that. I get that, but it's just.
0: I, I but like, at what point is—is is it just like, how much money is enough? At what point? Like, I just don't, I, I hate the greed of it. Yeah, you know what I it's mean? It's just, it's so irritating to me, right. but you know, I'm sitting here saying all these things and I'm going to be the jabroni there opening day. And hey, I love baseball, <laughs> I love it. You know, like completely forgot <laughs> that these guys were fighting over millions of dollars. Not even a couple weeks before, yeah. you know, yeah, at least you gotta I'm saying, yeah, these guys suck, but I'm going to go spend my money to go watch these idiots throw a ball and hit a hit it with a baseball bat and run around bases. <laughs> I'm the idiot that's going to go do that and completely let these guys oh, off the hook. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's no. annoying. It's, it's too, so annoying. It's <laughs> I hate myself.
1: <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I got you. Gotta love it, though. You gotta love. You know, sports is just it, it, it grabs a hold of you. You know, It's it just. It really something that you you love, you love it, you hate it, you love it, you hate it, you love it. And
0: from the people that have listened to this podcast for a little while now, know how invested I get. Like they just, I, I, we're going to, what kind of cool news, we're moving into a different space here. And hopefully Stevie and I are going to be able to get on YouTube pretty soon and, you know, get the podcast out there, Spotify and iTunes still, but hopefully have a video uh, recording of it pretty soon. But talking about that, um, I was telling you before we start recording. I just went to the Big East tournament. Yes, um, got to watch Xavier play Butler. Um, what? What is? I'll ask the question, and I'll tell you what my moment is. Okay. What is the most soul crushing moment or soul snatching moment for you as a fan of a team? Okay. Mine both come from Xavier. I have a lot of them as my teams have not won a championship in a really long time. Um, You know, Stevie is holding a Nerf gun to his head right now because, you know, sometimes you feel like that when your team just absolutely snatches your soul from your body because they lose in the dumbest ways possible when they shouldn't. Right. Right. I was at the biggie tournament, right? Xavier is on the precipice of not making the tournament. All they needed to do was beat Butler, who at the time was eleven and nineteen. Not a very good team. They are up six points than less with less than a minute left. Oof. They missed seven free throws in a row, Steve. <laughs> oh, God. Seven. Oh no. And You're to make it this. Yeah You're dude, yeah. He's handing gun. me the Nerf gun now. <laughs> and To make matters worse, they still went to overtime and had a chance to win. Oh, gosh. And they let this kid from Lithuania. I hate that, please. Dave, I hate it now, too. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. You know, you guys are probably awesome. (laughs) This freshman from Lithuania touched the ball every single time. The only kid that was shooting on their team, they couldn't stop him. Oh, gosh, man. They couldn't stop him. A freshman. From an 11 and 19 team, sat snatched my soul from my body. Yeah, yeah. it gets to the point. When you're there. You're at the game. Today. I'm at the game. So you're, you're just like going through all the. Emotions. I took the train down to Penn Station. Oh God To watch my boys just absolutely collapse like a dying star into themselves and play themselves out of the tournament. Oh
1: god, dude,
0: I'm. You get to the point sometimes where. You know, like I will admit, I'm sometimes a TV screamer. Yeah, you know, I'm saying, what are you doing? You know, like how do Yeah, right. Like they're hearing me. You know, <laughs> or that you would do better than them. It's, I do that a lot. Absolutely. I was like, you put me on the court. I'm making those free throws. Dude, absolutely. I'm making, I'm those, making one. I'm making one of those seven. I'm making one. <laughs> one of those seven. I'm telling you right now. It's <laughs> like, going in the bucket, dude. I'm not a college athlete, and I would make one of those seven. Okay, but you get to a point where you get so upset that you just stop. You just stop existing for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you, everything in the outside world's a blur. You're just so encased by rage Yeah. that you're just like, I, I you might lose it. You might lose like, it. Like mentally you might just snap. Oh no, yeah. You
1: might just snap. Yeah, it's just, it, it really is one of those things. Cause it's like, You know, and and I've told myself before, you know, like, win or lose, you know, we've had a good season, you know, win or lose, you know, like, when the Knicks, uh, this is just recent memory, the Knicks-Hawks series, That was a great season for the Knicks, we we make the playoffs, I'm figuring, hey, we might get out of the first round, you know, we might do a little something here, and I just remember, that first game was, was so devastating when... We have the lead. We're going back and forth at the end of the game. I don't remember exactly because I've, I've, I've blocked it out of my memory right. just because how painful it is. But all, all I know is that that's that. we've talked about people I don't like. Trey Young is at the top of that <laughs> list of of people I truly do despise. Right. And he's well, they
0: just, after that series, they put up like a crime scene tape around all of MSG because of. Tre Young just murdering the Knicks. Oh,
1: oh, is that, that's what they did. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, I, I remember that. Now. Yeah, I remember that. I was there. <laughs> I hate you. Um, No, yeah. So Trey Young's up there, but no, that that whole scene, I don't know if I can pick a series, but like that was one of the soul crushing series because it wasn't even like it went to six or seven. Yeah, it was like it was done in five. five right. And it was just it was just one of those things that I, I expected a lot more from the Knicks there, and uh, you know, it, it was one of those things. Like you said, it was like. It, it started off as rage, screaming. Me, me and my buddies, you know, all big time Knicks fans, are having our whole lives, screaming at the TV, freaking out, flipping. Yeah. And then by, by that fourth or fifth game, it, it was silence. It's like, yeah,
0: you just sit there in silence, and yeah. it's like, well, how did we get to this
1: point? Yeah, like, what went so terribly wrong that we're here now? Yeah. And that's how it went for us, you know? It was just, uh, it, it was soul crushing. It was, it was, it was devastating. That, either that or. Um, I remember going to, so I'm Greek. Uh, I right. just let the fan base now. So I, I went to see Giannis play for the first time at okay. MSG.
0: It was a great game. Can uh, you say his name? So just so everyone can hear it said correctly. Giannis Antetokounmpo. There you go. There we go. Yeah. My boy,
1: my boy. My day one. Yeah. I love okay. to see him prosper.
0: Hey. 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 hey, so you guys just heard it here first. Like, that's how you <laughs> say it correctly. It's not Antetokounmpo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they, like, <laughs> put some respect on yeah, the kid's name, on. okay?
1: Come on, guys. Um... But no, yeah. So I went to see him live, and uh, it, w- it was just a couple of years ago. It was my first time seeing Giannis live, and it, w- it was a great game. But we lost on a buzzer beater. Mm. Uh, I believe it was Giannis in the post, backing him down, a little fadeaway action, and that that was that was a little different because it was cool seeing Giannis hit the right. game winner. It was, right. it was it was it was it was an electric moment in that sense. But again, yeah, the Giannis
0: jersey too, you bad yeah,
1: bitch. I do. I do like you do. really? Yeah, of I was I do. kidding. No, no, I genuinely did.
0: His brother though. The Yeah, is that not like the most badass name you've ever heard Thanassus.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna butcher that so i'm not gonna go for that one, but yeah, I think dude, I think that's
0: it if if Thanasis he was like a ufc go. fighter Oh, terrifying. he would win on his name alone. Yeah, man. it's like khabib, khabib yeah. <laughs> and You don't fuck with the guy that, with a name like that Thanassus? Dude terrifying terrifying. Man. He might be a big teddy bear Okay, but <laughs> You don't mess with a guy named Thanasis. Oh my God! Sounds yeah. like a literal Greek god. It's it's an, it's scary. Zeus, it Poseidon, and Thanasis. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. But you know, tournament's coming up. Yeah. In uh, well, selection Sunday, two days away. All right. For the big dance. And there we go. Off the top of your head, I know you don't follow college basketball. Who wins uh, it? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh e. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Texas. Oh, dude, we're going Texas. You said
0: Kansas before we no, started. I love Texas. Love <laughs> <Hook> Texas. <'em. laughs> em em. Ah. Texas is actually my second favorite team behind Xavier.
1: Well, that's weird because Texas is winning the entire thing. Hey, dude. Your first.
0: I'm gonna go with you. Never fade Stevie Merks. Never fade Stevie Merks. We don't do that, <laughs> don't on, do this that on this show. No. Um, if if Xavier makes it in. Of course I'm biased, and even if they make it in as a 12 seed, I'm going to be like, oh, you know, they could go on a run. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, well, like, actually,
1: wasn't there uh, – so, uh, again, I don't follow cos I should, but um, I think there was one of the teams that got in as the 16 seed, won
0: on, like, a buzzer beater recently. Um, oh, uh, there was a 16 seed. They beat Virginia a few years ago. No, no, no. Ago, no but they I beat mean, the breaks off of Virginia. They beat I remember about that.
1: Points. I meant this year. I meant, like, the team that got in as a 16 seed. I think one on a buzzer beater. We don't know, oh, we don't know who's season. in yet. Oh, that's what I was. I thought that I read No, there's,
0: there's been a few buzzer beaters to, like for teams to win their conference Yeah, yeah, something like, like that. Like getting them into the it tournament. Was like, some with a C, maybe? Well, Tulsa did it. Um,
1: some with a C, but I want that team to win it. There's been like five. I want five that team to six. win it. I want whoever they are. Yeah. It, it was a crazy he buzzer. He wants them beater. to win
0: it so much he doesn't even know who they are. I love that's that
1: awesome. team. I love that team.
0: I love the team with the C. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it this honestly, it's my oh who, who, who. Yeah,
1: yeah here it is here it is here it is I found it I found all the information we need on that what's the team name? The people are waiting, Steve. Ch- Chattanooga.
0: Chattanooga. That's right. Okay, we're we're going. We're running Chattanooga to win the whole thing. Huh?
1: Tournament. Yeah. It, it, this is this is the title of the ESPN YouTube video. Ch- Chattanooga punches ticket to NCAA tournament on OT game winning Buzzer Beauty. All right, so that is my team. Them in and Texas. It'll in, be them in the In finals. this
0: instance we're gonna fade Stevie Merck's. No, not. Because Chattanooga is probably gonna be like a fourteen or fifteen seed.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So uh <laughs> Man, nah, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> All right, we want to we're there,
1: listen. But when you make your brackets, I'll tell you right here, right now, you have Chattanooga making it out of your first round of the brackets. Oh, I'll give you that. That we're getting. I'll it. give you that. that Chattanooga. We're, we're, we're taking a step back, okay. making it more realistic. Right. First round, out, I'm having it every time.
0: That's quite the pushback from winning the tournament. Yeah, <laughs> right, well, yeah to, right. to the first round.
1: We need people to respect my opinion okay. to a certain extent. To anyway. a
0: certain extent. <laughs> listen,
1: we've we made some absurd takes. Um, my favorite being the. Um, well, actually, this isn't really that absurd because I genuinely believe it will happen. Braxton Berrios will win that 15 next year. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I live by that.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe if he's playing in like the arena. league.
1: Wait, really quick? Can we touch on golf real quick? Yeah, go ahead. It's here. Uh but Scott yeah. Scheffler is one of yeah. my favorite golfers of all time. Absolutely. So he's he's a great Stormed golfer. Stormed back last week. Stormed back last week, and your and your boy took him at plus three hundred. You, know yeah. you know what he's doing. You know what he's doing at it when it comes to golf.
0: I completely stopped watching that tournament. There's the Honda. <sighs>
1: I yes, but I could be
0: mistaken. Well, anyway. Oh, no, it was Arnold Palmer. Um, Victor Hovland was running away with that thing. And then, yeah, I just remember seeing that. That was like a weird tournament. He just too. came out of
1: nowhere. It was like a weird tournament. Like, yeah. players were struggling. Yeah. Um, it was like, I, I forget who it was. Well, back-to-back
0: um, weeks, uh, golfers with huge leads have lost in the final day because even the, day, uh, the week before that, um, Daniel Berger, they took Daniel Berger off the betting boards because he had like a six stroke lead going into Sunday. Wow. It was, it was who outright winner without Daniel Berger. Wow. And he ended up losing straight up to Seb Straka who didn't even, he came out of nowhere too. It was, it was, uh, Shane Lowry who had a two stroke lead going into like the final five holes and Seb Straka did that guy came out of nowhere and just, and, you know, pulled it out, and I remember seeing that, and I was like, "Oh, dude, there's no way." The, the, the guy's like three back with five holes left. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong because <laughs> I had I had money on Shane Lowry, yeah. that hat Anyway,
1: um, well, uh, speaking of golf, real quick, uh, this tournament this week, right? The uh, the the players, players' championship, players' championship. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, uh, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but I, I kind of like DJ. Yeah, I, I also like Scotty as well. What
0: was, what was DJ's odds? He's at plus fourteen hundred. Oh, he
1: was at plus fourteen hundred earlier today. Yeah, uh, Scotty was at like plus twelve. I took both of them. Okay, um, just because the odds, you know, they're there. For one of the absolutely. Picks. I mean, and DJ then,
0: was just the number one player in the world last year. Yeah,
1: yeah, know? exactly. He gets the ball out, and then and Scotty's just been like out of out of nowhere, kind of where he's hasn't really won, and now he's won two in the past couple weeks. You know, right. who, who's to say he doesn't win again this absolutely. week? Absolutely. Who's to say he's not an absolute heater? Absolutely. And that's I so know it. you
0: you've sprinkled a little bit on Tommy Fleetwood. Right? Yes, and, and Tommy Fleetwood in the lead. except yeah, Tommy Fleetwood has a stroke lead right now at plus 2100. Yeah. So, I mean, he might not win the tournament, but if you give me a guy that's winning the tournament at plus 2100, it's definitely worth sprinkling a little bit of money on. It's and if you guys great. are listening to this right now, the tournament is suspended because of weather. So they actually are starting again on Saturday. So by the time you're listening to this, you should be able to get those same odds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. So our picks right now are DJ, Scotty. Scotty, Scheffler, and Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, and I those like are it. our three right now. I like it,
1: man. I genuinely I think I think there's a good chance going down the stretch, one of those guys will be playing for it. Right. It's just and,
0: and that crazy thing is, like Fleetwood is not a bad golfer. No, man. So for them bad. to give him those odds is a little a little strange mm. to me. Like like, like Could you like a Sahith Tagala kind of thing, like yeah. when he was leading the waste management, and he was bawling. Did yes, he I remember was this. Bawling, I out. remember this, and I remember it yeah. because I was going to put money on, or no, I cashed out. I cashed out a second round leader bet because it wasn't looking good. Because Sahith had like a stroke lead going into the final two holes, they suspended play for that night. Then he goes out, plays 17, 18 bogeys. Both of them, I would have won the bet. Yeah. Ah. So that's like the only thing that scares me is like messing with the guys round or right in the middle of his round. Fair enough. Because the guy can, the day before, and it happens all the time, Mm -hmm. guys come out, they look like they've, they're going to win the tournament off the rip. Like last week, Rory McIlroy was having an amazing first day. And he came out, I think he was like seven under. You know, it looks, looks like no one's going to touch him. Mm. Next couple days, it looks like he's never touched golf club. No, it's I know. Last week was
1: no weird, sense. though. There was, like, everyone was struggling last right. week. Like, everyone was. It was just, like, one of those tournaments where it was, like, I don't know if it was what, what it was, but they were struggling. Well,
0: the Arnold Pond, like, that is not an easy course to play. No, no. You remember last year, that was the one that uh, Bryson DeChambeau drove an entire lake. Oh, my goodness, Hit yeah. the ball, like, 400 yards to hit over and an He a golf ball over four football fields of water to get it right next to the green
1: that's pretty unbelievable yeah. if you ask me
0: and he had to pull out so that kind of sucked that the defending champ from last year couldn't play in this one but you know yeah. good for your guy it's awesome it's good for us it it, yeah i mean when especially when we're making money off
1: of it yeah and also i want to just uh uh touch on a uh, quick thing uh, right. basketball um uh, one of these days i'm gonna learn how, how the trap game works oh, so i gotta learn from i'm you telling man. you I'm telling you, War- you, don't listen to I me. I don't listen to you. I don't know what I don't know what I do. I don't know. It's like I, I miss it. I, I, I refuse to believe it. I think it's that. Yeah. But uh, Warriors Lakers last Saturday or last yeah Friday or Saturday. Uh, uh, Warriors are like minus two twenty, and my buddy goes, dude, don't do
0: it. It's like it's a trap. It's like, hey, this kid... And, and I, you probably... I'm in the back of your you're mind. Sh- you're yelling yeah. at me. But guess it's what? Like, it doesn't look right, Steve. Don't do it. I,
1: I, I'm freaking Beethoven playing over here, you know? <laughs> and in my mind, I got elevator music right. going on, so yeah. I'm not listening. And he's telling me all this, and I'm like, this kid doesn't know a thing about betting. He's, he's one of the worst. No right. offense. I love you, my man. Dan, I love you to death, but you... God, some of the bets you make are
0: ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, it's like Tim. Like, Tim has... <laughs> He was showing me his FanDuel account the other day. He is down, I think, like nine hundred dollars, but he makes all these fucking crazy bets, like yes. 10 leg parlays to win like five or six thousand dollars. And he only bets like ten bucks here, ten bucks there. Yeah. But it adds up if you're not winning these oh, bets. Yeah, about it adds up. One of my other buddies
1: really is big thing this year has been first basket of the game mm. he has made i think 30 to 40 of those bets right literally 30 to 40 so I mean, he throws one. like two dollars on it but right. like that's adding up you know right. it's gonna add up and like you'll throw like a couple bucks on it five ten bucks whatever it is and But like
0: you're still down because you've lost <laughs> 50 of them before you
1: hit this one. they're the funniest bets though because like first bucket's impossible to guess in like yeah. basketball almost impossible but uh i remember he actually got it right one time and like yeah, like, it was, like, a six-leg parlay, including the first bucket. He hits, like, four or five of the legs of the parlays, and he missed on his, like, oh, second-to-last leg. No. It was the one, like, a grand or something. He put, like, five bucks on it, and he, like, it, it, he missed. Soul-crushing. Soul-crushing, especially after hitting the first bucket.
0: Yeah. My sister hit one. My sister wow. hit, like, a 12-leg hockey parlay. Impressive. Put, like, $5 on it and won 1300 <laughs> oh It, dude, and it, like, hurts my soul to, like, see these, because... I I bet sometimes a little bit more than I should. I will admit that. Yeah. But then I see like these guys posting their their FanDuel tickets and all this stuff and they're hitting like five or six like parlays at plus like $1800 but they're only putting like $5 and $10 on it. Yeah, no. Bro, it's hard enough to hit a single leg just a straight bet. Okay. And you're hitting six leg parlays, and you're only putting five dollars on it. It drives me nuts. I'm like, why are you even betting at that point?
1: Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's not, it just doesn't do it for me. You know, you know, for me, I I need I to live, sweat a little. I, I live for, I live for Scottie Scheffler, yeah. to win me some, some, some big cash at plus three hundred. Right. That's what I live for. Yeah. I think he'll do it again this week.
0: Okay. I hope you're right. Oh, for your sake, I'm oh, not no, betting on that. it because this it, the tournament seems really weird, like with the weather and I was just telling you it had the odds for the leader after the first round, but they're technically in the second round still. Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense what's going on sense. in that. But uh yeah, at the end of the day, you when you have a guy that was the world number one and he's only two shots back at plus fourteen hundred, I like it. I like and, that uh, too. Uh, you know, DJ's oh, looking
1: nice. I think DJ could could be the one.
0: Yeah, he probably
1: isn't, he, Isn't he a song? He could be the one, like Carrie Underwood or something. I don't know.
0: It's never. I'm
1: gonna go. I'm gonna find out for you
0: guys. I'm sorry, dude. I'm pointing the nerf gun you at you your face. That's, Why, like that's,
1: that's like the third time too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm slightly terrified. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, like I said, baseball is back. March Madness is about to start. uh Football free agency is about to go crazy. Um. Yeah, I mean, basketball playoffs is right around the corner, too. Yeah, um, The NHL, the Knights are sucking the soul out of me right now. So uh, I don't really even want to talk about hockey at the moment. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, so. you know, um, Eichel's talking shit on Buffalo fans. That was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, man, I I think that's about it this week. I think that wraps it up, really. Uh, I think so, too. It's good to be back. I, Absolutely, uh, as always, dude. I appreciate you having me. Dude, appreciate it. It's always an absolute pleasure. Um, you know, we'll get back to it next week. Yeah. Uh, like I said, hopefully in like a month or two, we'll be able to start transitioning over to like more video stuff.
1: Right. So, that, so we, we have evidence of you pointing Nerf guns at my face. I
0: did. You know what? And one that. day it's accidentally going to go off and um, Matrix. I don't know what'll be funnier: you actually Matrix <laughs> Matrixing it. Or me just right between the eyes. (laughs) Uh, Probably right between the eyes. Yeah, it'd be a lot better. It'd be a lot better. (laughs) Um, Awesome. But uh, thank you guys for listening as always. I am your host. Again, Mark, Stevie, thank you so much. Thank you. You know, we need to get you like a little catchphrase when you're going out. Oh, I got one ready. Let's let's hear it. Uh, Fade, no, I won't, I fade, fade Stevie Fade Stevie Fade him. him baby Alright guys well we will see you guys next week um, Thank you for listening And you guys have a great rest of your week And if you are in New York uh, stay safe tomorrow It's supposed to be a big snowstorm Out of nowhere But we, we love, it. love it I love it I, I know it. you guys hate it but so I love it still, still. Alright <laughs> right, guys see you later